Welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast with Mzwandele Makakula, a podcast that seeks to empower you to take charge over your personal growth, development, as well as your emotional well-being. All right, welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast. It's always a great joy to be able to add value to you as leaders, to help you take charge of your personal growth, development, as well as your emotional well-being. I'm extremely excited for today's podcast episode. Um, I think I once had a coach back in school who would always say a healthy body makes a healthy mind. And I think over years, I've actually come to realize the importance of the mind when it comes to what you do with your body, be it in sports, be it in how you show up and quite a lot of other things that you do. And today's episode is one I've been so looking forward to, to have a phenomenal guest, uh, an incredible gentleman, a husband, (laughs) father, and amongst the array of other things that he does. I was actually laughing off record here. The fact that we're both new fathers and I'm learning from him. And it's a beautiful journey uh, that God has blessed us to be part of. Funny enough, the first time I was introduced to him, he was speaking at a I had a few interactions with him, but in fact, he was emceeing a function. I don't think you'll remember this. And one of the things that drew me to him was how effortlessly he connected with the crowd. Literally, he worked the room. And there he was, he had everyone, including me, eating from the palms of his hands. And I just looked at this gentleman and I was like, yeah, no, some people are extremely gifted in life. And that's how I've come to know him. He's a motivational speaker, a master of ceremonies, a sports host. And he's got an incredible resume in terms of the stuff that he's done within the sports, maybe just to brag a bit on him and some of the key sporting achievements that he's had four times 100 meter relay. 42 to 46 Paralympic gold and world record at the 2020 Paralympic Games. Just imagine. So sometimes we claim that we want to break records, but literally to him, it's not just theoretical, but it's practical. And 100 meter silver medal, 245, 46, class 2010 at the Commonwealth Games. Sports personality of the year. He's got a fascinating personality, as you'll get to know within the conversation we'll have at the 2013 Gauteng Sports Awards, presidential award winner at the 2013 National Future Leaders Award. So he's part of the future leaders that we're so looking forward to learning from. And a Kuruleni Sports Person of the Year, 2013 with a disability. So ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome and take your lead podcast Welcome, so I'm so glad to have you join us. <laughs> Yo, thank you. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm I'm actually happy to also be on the program. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping as well anyone who's going to be watching this is going to enjoy it. But yeah, yeah, sometimes I wonder, is, is, this, is this me? Is this all me? Are you talking about me? You know, but yeah, I'm, I'm actually... Um, you know, blessed to actually have been able to to do all these things and and achieve all these things. So, uh, yeah, I'm actually I'm humbled. Actually, yo, my my daughter should have been here to hear this introduction, yes, so that she can hear which is uh, 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 uh
<laughs> man, you, you're doing great things. And firstly, to really honor the significant impact that you are making, lifting up the flag of the country to the nations of the world. And the work that you do is really commendable. Oftentimes I watch you on television and the different things that you do, and you are really doing exceptionally well. And we really appreciate you as a country. Uh, thank you for all that you do for us. And again, thank you for joining us today. Maybe just to tee it off, as you said, I'm going to take a different route again. One of the things um, which I spoke to is you being a motivational speaker and master of ceremonies. Just tell me this. I'm just at the top of my head and we'll get to some of the transitions you've made and the introduction of what you've done. What do you do that seemingly enables you to connect effortlessly with a crowd? How do you work your magic in terms of getting into a room and being able to connect with people from diverse backgrounds and at the same time be able to connect with them and engage with them? Yo, uh, you know, uh, my, my father should not hear this, uh, <laughs> but, but my father is a brilliant speaker. Um, mm. He is a brilliant preacher as well. So I, I think as far as the ability to just talk to anyone and engage with people at any level is something that I, I get from my father. Uh, I'm obviously a kind of person that, that loves people. I love people. I love talking to people. I love getting to know people. And I suppose over time, I've enjoyed just entertaining people. So for me, because I'm not a shy person as well, I've never been a shy person, hands or no hands, I've never been a shy person. I, I want to be able to walk into a room and speak to anyone. Hmm. So I've, I've never been able to hold back and hide who I am as a person. I'm a people's person and I love people. And, and I believe as well that we transmit all these vibrations of love, that energy of love when you walk into a room and people can feel it. And I think that's where the immediate connection also comes in. People can feel those vibrations that you send out as a person. And if it's great positive energy, that is what they receive. And yes, I do emit a lot of that because I'm confident I have it. And, and, and again, maybe we'll talk to that as we continue, especially the confidence, because I don't have seen you. And it's really not because some people might misinterpret that for pride and it's really not pride, but it's confidence in who you are and you're able to bring someone into your space. I remember uh, we were attending a wedding with you guys and we just connected with your wife, yourself and your wife, and we just like had amazing conversations uh, from literally from nowhere. And that speaks of the person that you are, as you're saying, being able to just connect with your energy that you are emitting and being able to clean from that. And, and, and but maybe we'll talk more to that. Maybe I'm jumping the gun because I'm so excited. Let me go back to the, to, to maybe our podcast uh, audience who's like asking themselves, who's Usam Gel, what has he done? And I mentioned a bit of your bio. Maybe tell us about some of the transitions that you've made in your personal life, in your leadership journey, sports journey, that have landed you to where you currently are right now. Sure. Um, that would be uh, 32 years worth of uh, answering. <laughs> but, uh, you know, with, with uh, the, I suppose, the who I am, um, uh, and where I come from. I mean, I was, I was born in Soweto. 
been fortunate enough uh, to, to, to you know, be raised by both parents. Uh, they're still both alive. I, I had two older siblings growing up and yeah, somewhere along the line, a younger sibling came through. Uh, growing up again, uh, very confident person, uh, very physically active. Uh, and I think another important trait, I was a very brave child. Wow. I was, I was a very brave child and I was very daring as a child. And I think this then allowed me to do a lot more things and to explore uh, a lot more things than other people. Because, you know, when you get to a point where something is scary or it's like, ah, this is a bit too much, I'd be the one, the only one walking forward to say, I'm going to do it. Hmm. So I, I grew up being um, that kid, uh, always athletic um, from grade one. I've been nailing it, running, winning, uh, happy child. And uh, then somewhere along the line, when I was nine years old, uh, I suppose maybe it's the bravery as well, uh, playing with my, with my brother and a couple of friends. And, you know, we took wires from a burnt tire and we threw those over electric cables. And then I had to go and pull it down and, and then I got electrocuted. Um, and yeah, 11,000 volts of electricity uh, oh. right there, finished. And everybody ran home and left me there. Um, luckily, my brother ran home to the same home we lived and then said, yeah, hey, you know, then, yeah, we got help. And then I went to the hospital. I was there for, for nine months. Oh. And the entire time when I was in hospital, I couldn't wait to get better so I could get out. Not mm. because I hated the place, not because I was angry that I no longer have hands because when I got to the hospital, they had to amputate them because they were now posing a risk to my life. Mm. They, they amputated them. All I wanted to know is, am, am, am I gonna be alive after this? Do I stand a better chance of surviving this? And they said, yes. And I said, I'll take life. Because I still want to live. What, what have I lost? I lost, uh, I lost limbs, you know, not, not my brain, not my heart, just wow. limbs. Wow. So I will continue living. And, and I think, again, for me, leadership also then, then came into play at a young age because mm. I was now put in a position where, not because there's, there's anything wrong that my family did, but they were protective. They wanted to protect me from the world because the world is a mean place. Oh, kids are mean. You know, kids are very mean. And they're like, yo, our child, yeah, will be laughed at by all sorts of people. People are going to be staring and kids are mean. So maybe let's just try and protect him. And mm -hmm. I said, I want to go out there. I want to face the world. Oh, wow. And they, they would say, yeah, but I was like, guys, I'm a kid. Let me go and be a kid. So I had to then start leading my family to say, this is what I want to do. I know I used to do this when I had hands, but I want to try it without hands. So I had to then lead them and just allow them to be that safety net and support me behind me. So yes, there I was as a nine, 10 year old leading adults. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, yeah. It, it was a great journey. It was a, I mean, a, a fantastic journey. I, I still learn new things. I still learn how to uh, just cope with the environment, you know, mm. uh, uh, 
because people with hands sometimes they think they make the world a better place, which they do, but there's then very little consideration for that 15% of the global population that has disabilities. Mm -hmm. So we constantly have to map and navigate life because when you innovate, you innovate with an able-bodied person in mind. Mm -hmm. So it's a daily and constant thing where we have to find ways of how to keep up with able-bodied mm -hmm. people. Mm. But yes, leadership started at that age. Um, the emotional intelligence to be able to deal with kids and also deal with adults as a kid. When, when young kids come to you and they ask you questions about what happened, some of them would laugh. Some of them wouldn't want to play with you. Uh, and then you have adults who come to you and say, uh, can I ask you a personal question? Mm. Um, I don't mean to offend you. Um, I don't know if you'll be comfortable with this. 23 years down the line, adults still approach me the same way. I know what you want. Just, just say it. It's okay, Chief. It's been 23 years. You, you guys have not figured out a better way of approaching. So the emotional intelligence to be able to indulge someone, because I know that talking to a person that's asking about my disability does not benefit me in any way. But it does something great for that person. Wow. So let me indulge you because I don't know what part of your life my story is going to touch. Mm. So mm. I will indulge you. Let's talk. Let's engage and talk to everyone, young, old. And yeah, that's, that's the life now I, I grew up living. But I never stopped being a kid. Played sports. Yeah. I did athletics. Um, uh, I went to school. I also learned as well at a, at a very young age that um, if, if people uh, are worried about me being accepted because of my disability, I've reminded them that I as a person also have an option to reject people mm. that I do not want. So don't <laughs> worry about me and being accepted by people no. because of my disability. I as a person as well, have an opportunity and an option to reject what I consider to be nonsense. Mm. I reject as well. So don't worry. <laughs> you know, so, so this has been my, my life growing up and the values that I've had to carry as, as I go through uh, university. Um, um, sports definitely built me up because it, it, it helped me grow and be a person that believes in, in hard work uh, working smart and being informed about what you are doing for you to be successful. Sure. And I achieved all these things in sports. I, I, I went and I climbed and I summited Mount Kilimanjaro. I, wow. you know, I, I did, I did so many things because I grew up believing that if I work hard at this, if I, if I do it in a smart way, if I'm informed about what I'm doing, I stand a much better chance of being successful at it. Wow. Yeah, that's briefly like the 32 years. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm actually so, 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 so inspired because you're saying so much and podcast family, for those who are listening, either driving, I encourage you to pause and just backtrack on the past three, four minutes. It's pure gold. And I'll tell you why, because you three things just three threads i want to pull from what you said 
And the first one, and thank you for, for, for the vulnerability and also making it comfortable for us, because as you said, others are not too sure 23 years later, do we ask, don't we ask, will he be offended? Uh, how do we ask? And one of the questions I'm gonna ask you as well is how best can we, or how best can people who are not too sure how to approach, how best can they have sober conversations without being afraid on stepping on eggshells and how best can they offer support and how best can they literally add value to you without condescending and without uh, coming across as superior or coming across too strong. And the second thing as well, which you spoke to is how leadership to you had to kick in from there. And, and I think to me, I'm so encouraged because and inspired because I think you've done so much more than, because again, uh, one of the quotes speaks of how the only disability you have in life is a bad attitude and others are not disabled because of a physical uh, disability, but it's more a mental. And I'm actually thinking of how you've done so much, more than people who are well able, but possibly are experiencing different disabilities in different areas that are hindering them from reaching their full potential. And those are the two threats. The other one, which we'll maybe transition to and have conversation more, is how you were also able to bounce back from the mental part, because you spoke to it, which a lot of it needed emotional intelligence and mental toughness, because I'm sure having to deal with the different friends who are looking at you, uh, can you do that? And they giving excessive help which is coming across as if guys I got this because I know how and I'm sure at a certain level it had to now translate to the mental part please speak more to that as well yeah um let me start with the first one um, um and and you must remind me if I forget number two and three because uh, those are very long questions uh but yeah <laughs> the, the, the first one uh, you know the, the, there's not really a a best way of of asking uh, the question, and 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 the reason I say that is because people are different. As a as a point of departure, um, my acceptance is that people are different. Hence, uh, people have taken so many different methods to mm. get to the same question. Sure, it's because sure. people are different. Okay. I would rather give advice to the person receiving the questions to be the one that is more accommodative of these various personalities that are going to be sitting there and asking you all of these questions. Because if I had to give advice, I would say either ask the question or don't ask the question. What happened to your hands or what happened to you? How did you lose your hands? Get straight into it. Mm. But people want to, you know, take you out for dinner. Let's go watch a movie. Let's have popcorn. Uh, yeah, how was dinner? You enjoyed the dinner. Okay, so what happened to you? No, no, get get straight <laughs> into it. But sure. again, Mzwandile, uh, not everyone is like that because people's personalities are not the same. Yeah. So you as the person who has experienced a, a particular um, tragedy or you know anything that becomes of interest to people, you need to be the one that is um, intelligent enough to be able to manage all of those people and their emotions. Mm. So that's really my advice. It's really to the person receiving and not the person asking. 
reaching out. Yeah, and then, um, yes, what's the second question again? <laughs> um, we, we, and again, I think they, are, they, they feed into each other. We spoke to the mm -hmm. disability, uh, how sometimes you're not handicapped because it's a physical yes, disability, yes. but it might yeah. be your attitude and different other areas and how that can limit the strides that you can make in your professional or personal life. Yeah, so um, something very interesting uh, that I'll tell you about able-bodied people. So I can safely say you people. Um, <laughs> something that I can say about you people is that you, you, you generally try and find the most comfortable way mm. of, let's say, referring to situations that you are uncomfortable about, thinking that you are making me comfortable. So you will call me a person with a disability. You mm. will call me a person who is differently abled. You'll call mm. me uh, uh, all sorts of names that you think are gonna make me feel comfortable when in essence, you are just trying to make yourself feel comfortable that you are not offending me. Because mm. when you say, yeah, you know, I'm going to have a, a differently abled guest uh, mm. on my podcast, but aren't we all differently mm. able? And we mm. all do different things. Mm. So there's that approach where able-bodied people try and make themselves you know, comfortable around, let's say disabled people or us as people in general have an approach where we just want to find the most comfortable way for us of approaching a situation. Mm. It's a mental and emotional thing. Yes. And yeah, you see, I, I'm so I'm so important that even with, when I'm having interviews, people still say, "But we want to be a part of it." Um, <laughs> the, the, there's an there's an issue, Mzwandile, uh, where as as people, we don't often understand that when you believe in something that you want to do, mm. you've already done half the job. To achieving wow. it wow because when in your mind you do not believe that you can do something and achieve it you are at ground zero you have not even taken the first step mm. and that is just the power of the mind mm. because once i've believed that i can do it so an example mm. with kilimanjaro before we even set out to climb that mountain which took a week I was already at the top of the mountain before I even wow. summited. Wow. Because in my mind, I said, it's not gonna be easy. There's going to be struggles, there's possible um, altitude sickness, mm. but my mind, my body, you and I have already made it to the top. Wow. This means that it doesn't matter how difficult it gets on that journey, the mind and the body know that until we get to the top of that mountain, we are not yet finished. Wow. But that is the mind having done half of the job already. Wow. So when wow. you fail to believe in goals that you even want to set for yourself, you've already failed and you have not even started. Growing up, Mzwandile, you'd look at a very beautiful girl and be like, she's out of my league. 
Mm. You've already failed before you even started. So because she is so beautiful. How many more guys have the same attitude? And the poor mm-hmm. lady is there lonely because nobody wants to approach because most people failed before they even started. Mentally, mm-hmm. I've decided, no. Mm-hmm. We grow up sometimes with this and then we start implementing it in other things where we are now just applying that failure mentality. Mm-hmm. So then who's disabled? Mm. Because being disabled is to an extent having a physical impairment which renders you unable to do something. Mm -hmm. Mm. But when we are so damaged mentally, it means that there are so many more disabled people out there. They just don't realize it. They think that a disability is what you physically see. Mm. But what are my limitations? None. Wow. Because up here, I see no limitations. Wow. So yes, that that is my approach to your to your second uh, 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 question. And and I mean, I can give you so many scenarios where where we limit ourselves just because we don't believe. We don't want to believe. You actually answered both of them and brilliantly so. Thank you so much for that. Because you spoke as well to mental toughness and something you spoke to as well. I love um, and congratulations again for the summit, Mount Kilimanjaro. I was like, wow. And, and, and you spoke to how at a certain point you had to, you tell your mind, whatever we're experiencing, me and you, we got to be at the top. Uh, and I think this has a lot to do with the soft skills, which are not external, but internal. And, and maybe speak uh, more to that as well as to the importance of soft skills, especially in sports, uh, because I think it's beyond just kicking the ball. It's beyond just running. It's beyond just um, whatever sport, even golf, which is part of the sports, which a lot of golf is actually a mind more than actually swinging the club. And, and, and those soft skills that are necessary uh, for one to be able to move above average in whatever discipline that they're in. Yeah, Um, point of departure, uh, I think maybe in the area of um, sports, Uh, find find your discipline and find it quickly. Uh, Otherwise, 10 years later, you would have done 10 different sporting codes and you've been a master of none of them. So be, be true to yourself and know what you're good at. Once, once you find that, this is now when you start setting the goals to say, what do I want to achieve out of this? Ultimately, where do I see myself with this sporting code that I'm taking on? For mm-hmm. us as athletes, the, the ultimate games you want to be at is the Paralympic Games. So this is my vision. This is where I, I want to, to be. So I'm going to do everything necessary to get there. Mm. While you are on that journey, you also, and and unfortunately some things we learned along the way, nobody taught us these things, but it will be good for you to know that the best lessons in your goal will come out of the journey, not so much the destination. Because the character building um, um, things are along the journey, not the destination. 
The destination is an affirmation to say that you've made it. Everything mm. you have put in, everything you've learned along the way has now culminated into this one single achievement. Wow. So wow. it would also mean when you set a goal for, let's say, I wanted to be at the 2008 Paralympic Games, but I got injured that year and I was out for the whole year. Mm. It's part of the journey. So yes, it would have been the destination, but it is okay because there's other Paralympic Games four years from now, but this is part of the journey, which taught me not only to work hard because I was working hard, but just working hard towards achieving the goal. And because of that bad injury that I had, I had to now start implementing skills of working smart mm. and being informed about what I'm actually doing. It means that I had to now understand, when they say you must eat healthy, um, it doesn't mean you must just eat veggies and whatnot. <laughs> uh, part of being informed about what you want to achieve. I need to know when to eat before training. I need to know what to eat before training. Mm -hmm. I need to know what to drink during training. And I need to know what I must eat immediately after training to aid with recovery. Wow. That's information. You, I'm informed wow. about, you know, the things I need to do to achieve uh, uh, my goal. Mm. You know, when, when you when you work smart, you know, part of me working smart because of the injury I had, it means that working hard and so hard that the injury gets worse does not serve you. So sure. spread up the load, you know, maybe take a day off here. Recovery is also good for you. You know, when wow. you rest and do nothing, it doesn't mean you're being lazy but give your body time to recoup, to recover, to re-energize, mm. and then continue again, working towards your goal. You know, you learn skills like it is okay to fail, mm. not because you are a failure. You become a failure when you don't get up. Wow. It's okay to fail, pick yourself up, learn from your mistakes, and then continue to do better. Mm. If I fail with level one, then I can get to level two and level three. If I fail with level three, I can't go back to level one because then I didn't learn anything from level one. Mm. So if I fall, I must fall at a higher level than my previous low. Wow. It means you have learned something. I'm improving. Mm. I'm getting better. Mm. So there's your, <laughs> the 10 years that I've been an athlete. I mean, there's, there's so much that, I've heard to learn and, and you know, you, you have to also humble yourself and be willing to learn from other people. There's so much mm -hmm. that other humans can teach you. The advice you get can make you a better person. You can't possibly know everything. So you humble yourself, you learn, you keep your mind, you, you set your goals, you follow them, you consistently put in the small efforts over a period of time. All of that culminates into success eventually. You would know you're not going to go to gym a week later, so on a six pack doesn't work that way. But you need to do all of that small work consistently over a period of time. Then you're going to get your six pack. Then you're going to get the goal or closer to the goal that you want to achieve. You have to be consistent and you have to do it over a period of time. Make it a habit, make it a part of you. Wow. Yeah, I can go on and on, but no, yeah. it's 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 um, 
actually <laughs> taking so much and i'm sure our podcast audience as well uh, i just really uh, you you said so many profound things especially within a love one of the things you spoke to about failure as well as to how it doesn't define you it only defines you if you do not learn from it and take the next step and move forward and i know as you said within the 10 years of being an athlete you've learned so many lessons if you were to pull out one what is the greatest leadership lesson that you'd say you've learned over the past 10 years just one i know you've got an arsenal you've got like literally quite a lot but just one what which one comes to mind first uh look the the, the first one honestly that that comes to mind i i i received advice from um oscar pistorius just when i was starting out and, and he said yeah i've seen you run and you're very fast uh you know you must you must work hard and you're going to get this to the same level because i was congratulating him for the great work he he had done at the paralympics in athens in 2004 so he said to me that if you work hard you can also get to the to the same level and i did work hard but like i told you that in that journey of me trying to get to the paralympics i learned yes. that there's hard work there's working smart and there's being informed mm. about your goals and mm. again the most important thing out of that for me has truly been the journey because i've got so much more to share about wow. the journey of me getting there than me actually being at the paralympics mm. i can I can share so much about my journey to summiting the top of Kilimanjaro but I was there for maybe 20 minutes at most then you need to start coming down because you've reached a peak you're going to come down ah sure. so value the journey value the journey and oh. let the destination be the affirmation that you are indeed great that's brilliant podcast family um i'm 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 literally just sitting here and i'm melting in because this is so profound i'm i'm loving how you just this lesson on its own it's the journey that makes the destination worthwhile at the end of the day you spend 20 minutes uh, at the peak but after that you need to come down and i think that's the picture of success that people do not understand that you take you, it takes you so long to build this and then when you get there like what's the point and if you've lost your way along the way and you've who you've become becomes a stranger and then it's no longer worth it yeah no this is the this is the truth um uh or at least my truth about the life that um i've been living it's it's been it's been a journey um but trust me when you get to the end of it uh and and whether you are a student who has had a very difficult time trying to obtain your degree when you've got that degree that diploma in your hands it's like wow i i can't believe it but your graduation once again your graduation is what an hour two hours or what not of maybe five years worth of a journey Wow. Journey is important. Wow. Podcast family, if you do not take anything from this podcast, just take that. The journey is extremely important. And 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 it's what makes the end goal or the end result 
worth so much more. As we bring in our plane for landing, um, the last question, what area have you invested in? Which one area have you invested in that has given you a high return on your investment? Whew. Uh, uh, well, recently maybe, <laughs> uh not not much recently i i think all the the greater things with the greatest achievements um are all back in my youth days uh i i i think i'm still ripping the rewards of all the hard work that i did um growing up i'm mm -hmm. i'm now sort of at a stage where i think i'm now just building up not just for myself but for for my family, but uh, I I can always just go back to everything that I've put in to be a great sports person has given me the greatest rewards because you, for instance, can't say uh, my name without uh, linking me to uh, great success in sports, you know, and and the the amount of investment was not just in money; it was emotional, it was time. It was literally blood. I had moments where I was bleeding because I was injured. I invested my life to great to get the greatest return, and I did. Wow! And I got it at such a stage where it was golden. It was wow. a gold medal with the world record at the highest stage in the world, and I still hold that as the best moment of my life the best day of my life and i think that achievement overshadows so many other things that i've achieved along the way in in such a manner that i was actually very disappointed on the day i graduated hmm. i was very sad because i shared my moment of greatness with hundreds of other people and it made me realize that ah well if hundreds of us can do this i'm not really a champion am i no i like being a champion i like being the best at what i do because of the athletic background that i have so i think everything that i ever put in into sports has given me the greatest rewards well done I think once again, um, you've 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 literally raised the flag of South Africa so high, and we congratulate you and thank you so much for inspiring so many athletes, so many individuals to know that there's so much more to life if one just has the mind and is willing to pay the price. And thank you for paying the price. We know that it came with a lot of sacrifice. To date, it still does, and we reap the rewards, and so do you. So thank you so much for that. Any parting thought? on your side uh, before I, 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 I bring in our podcast episode to a close? Uh, yeah, I, I think if, if I had to close, seeing that Nawe Umfundi is here as well, um, and, and my father is, is Umfundi. I'm actually, just uh, before you go, I'm actually <laughs> asking myself, because every time I've heard you speak, I was like, this gentleman, Unai Lento, he's got this thing of a pastor, but I just couldn't shake it off because I could pick it up, but it's not protruded. That's the thing about you. It's subtle, but it's there. 
So when you said you are a PK, I was like, there it is, there, there, there. Yeah, you, you, you know, um, if, if, if I had to give that message, those parting words, you know, I would, I would really just, you know, let people know Uguti um, along the way and every single one of my goals that I ever achieved. I know that I am great. I know that I'm good at what I do. Mm. But the most confidence that I get before any talk that I ever do, any race I ever ran, mm. I always had a moment with God. And I just wow. said to God, thank you for the opportunity. I know I'm here because you want to tell a story. Please allow me to excel so that people can see you through me. Wow. So in everything that people do, yes, we are good at what we do. Please don't bother God with small things. God gave you a mind, use it. But mm -hmm. just ask God to keep you and give you the strength for you to continue to do great things. Wow. Wow. Podcast family, um, I've got nothing else to say after that. Um, 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 keep God at the center of it all and include him so that your dreams are able to, and I love this because we're talking to someone who's literally the cream of the crop. As he said, it's not just, it's like literally the cream. It's like a wonderful, simple, excellent, above average. And, and he's given us yeah. the, the signs, mind, the soft skills, the things that we do not see that have pushed him and propelled him to the great strides that he's made. And so thank yeah. you so much, Samgelo, for making time to be part of our community and adding value to us. We look forward to more engagements with you. Um, just before I let you go, um, where else can our people connect with you? Anything exciting that you're currently working on? How can they connect with more of your work and what you do? Uh, so I am on social media, just not very um, uh, active. Um, but yeah, they, they can find me on Instagram, uh, Facebook. I'm probably going to leave Facebook. Twitter, I'm not really active on Twitter as well. But yeah, you, you can find me on social media. I do tend to, to respond to people. Um, yeah, um, yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I'm a father. I'm a new father, you know, and, and I want to focus <laughs> a lot of my um attention to that that's really the exciting thing that i'm, I'm i've been up to lately uh yeah. and yes I'm, I'm still doing um gigs where i speak and and yeah definitely when when the time is right and the the things open up for this country i definitely love to come and do a talk there uh and <laughs> and you know I'm definitely gonna make that happen yeah. and and i can tell you now part of my confidence it's not it's not a secret now anymore but i can stand up and talk to anyone purely because in my prayer, I say that, God, you know who you want to touch today. I am a vessel. I'm just there to deliver your message. It's gonna get to the right person. That is why I will stand up there and talk to anyone because he knows, he knows who the target is on the day. Wow. I'm just there to deliver the message. How can I not be confident? Wow, wow. Incredible, incredible, incredible. Thank you so much. Thank you so much once again for being part of the episode. And to you, podcast family, thank you for listening thus far. Be encouraged once again and reminded to 
head over to our website, www.mzandilemakagula.com to download the episode notes, which are a great tool for application. I encourage you to rate, review, share the content with your world, and let's continue to take our lead as we change the world one individual at a time. Well, thank you for joining us on Take Your Lead Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can get new episodes delivered directly to your device as soon as we release the new episode. And for show notes on today's episode and on previous episodes, just go to www.mzwandilemakakula.com. And if you are a fan of the show, we would love it if you'd give us a review and help us spread the word. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Take Your Lead Podcast.